Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 12 33 at Edmonton. Just before we go to Elliot Friedman, uh, I just want to bring Brendan in here. Uh, you you pack your lunch every day, and this is a generational thing, Brendan, because um, you know when I was your age, we did we didn't tend to eat at our desks. We would actually go for lunch or go to a lunchroom or something like that. And I hey, you're working straight through. I get that. The other thing is your era. Uh, your group. What are you guys? Are you? Are you? You're the mil- darn dirty millennials. You're man. A, you're a millennial oh, man, yeah. so you have no problem having spicy, somewhat stinky food, and don't really worry about what others think about it. That sort of thing. Do you? I would never microwave fish here. Okay, but I was, like I, I have a conscience about it. Yeah. But to me, teriyaki noodles. I'm not offending anybody with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's that's a you know. I mean, Matt Gooch used to work with me over at the university. Still, he's still at the University of Alberta, and he told me that the first part of his practice. Was uh, alternating between running uh, and over to the uh, student union building at the U of A when I was the SID there. And either uh, the the fine selection of A and W some days, uh, Subway or uh, or pasta, and uh, and then but hey he ate for free so it worked out well. That's when I had a little bit more money and was willing to you know bring. Then again, I made him buy the beer. So that's kind of how it worked. Uh, Elliot Friedman, he doesn't uh, have to have anybody buy anything for him. He's the highest paid man in show business. How you doing, Elliot? Yeah, you got me confused with somebody else. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> On your own yeah. panel? <laughs> uh, yeah, the guy who hosts it. There you go. Well, he's a pretty talented guy. Elliot Friedman joining us for... Uh, can you do me this, Brendan? Can you, uh, just for the extra, when we say goodbye to Elliot, uh, Elliot's uh, appearance is brought to you by River Creek Resort and Casino. Again, they've got 5440, uh, December 29th at the River Creek Tickets at Ticketmaster. Do you got a favorite 5440 song from back in the day, Elliot? No, not off the top of my head. Um, were they a bigger? Were they bigger in Western Canada than Eastern Canada back then, do you think? Well, I remember, what was that uh, Baldwin, uh, uh, Billy Baldwin, uh, Sharon Stone movie? It was Sliver, right? Like, they had a song. Okay. Uh, I well, think they redid one of the Elvis songs. Oh. That was a big, that movie. Okay, well, I mean, I go I mean, blo- everybody knows Red, Wet, Red, Wet, Red, Red Wine. Everybody remembers that one. 
All right. Isn't that UB40, Elliot? Yeah, 5440, Elliot, not UB40. Oh, 5440. Oh, my God. Come on, man. You must, when you were at Western Ontario, you must have seen 5440. Of course, yes. you know, you were probably you were probably drinking something that was spiked with purple to honor the school's you know colors. What? i got to tell you, normally I'm really good at the retro, but you caught me flat-footed on that one. Well, uh, you know, I was a speed demon back in the had, had a great separation step and caught a lot of guys flat-footed, so that's kind of how it works. Uh, hey, were you making any friends in Toronto a couple nights ago on the William Nylander hunt? And what are your comments about Nylander? Yeah, not really. I wasn't making any friends. Uh, <laughs> this situation's cra- this This thing is, I mean, when, when does it have to be resolved by? Tomorrow at 5. There has to be a contract approved and filed by the league at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So 3 p.m. Uh, Edmonton time uh, tomorrow. Okay. So that's when it has to be done. Um, yeah, I mean... Look, I didn't really think that that was going to turn into that, but what can you do? Um, I said it, you own it, whatever. Um, uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, I think as we sit here right now at 2.37 Eastern Time on, on Friday afternoon, um, I don't have anything new for you. I don't know that they've made any progress. Um, and... I think it probably comes down to late tonight, tomorrow, if it happens. It's uh, definitely a weird situation, no question. We always support our guests on the show. You're a terrific guest. So Cole's Notes version, and I'll politely uh, phrase this for you. What you basically said was the long-term resolution on this Looks like Nylander will be headed out of Toronto. Bob, I'm not. You're not going to go. Okay, I'm trying to. I was. Tra- I'm not okay. I'm not going all right. All right. Well. Well, that's 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 okay then. Well, there we have it. I uh, see that that's an illustration of why that Western education at Western Ontario is uh, better than my University of Alberta because I've often regurgitated the stupid things that I've said over the. Not that you said anything stupid, Elliot, but or controversial things that I I've discussed them ad nauseum, which is why I've never won a conversation, uh, an argument with my wife, Elliot. <laughs> I'm I'm over. You know what? Better better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. All right, so let's get to, it. It is kind of. Isn't this thing, like, if this was happening, okay, I'm going to give you a, a, a similar scenario. The difference is the Leafs have been playing well, so they haven't been impacted that much by Nylander's absence. But I can tell you, if Edmonton had not gotten Darnell Nurse signed as a restricted free agent and this thing went on and on and on, the fan base here would be going crazy. Yes, they would. Right. You know, there's a couple of things to look at here. First of all, as good as they might be, Nylander makes them better. They are a better team with them. It's kind of been lost in all of this. He's a really good player. And, um, you know, I I think he's really talented, and I think he makes them better. And that's why you're hearing Babcock talk the way he does, because he knows that. So that's number one. Um, You know, the, the, uh, the other thing here, though, is that this is kind of a weird situation. Um, you know, if you look at guys who sat out, Yashin sat out in Ottawa. He got traded. Pekka sat out in Buffalo. He got traded. Sean Bergenheim, everybody forgets that one. He, got, he sat out in New York Islanders. He stayed. He came back after a year, and he played for the Islanders for three or four more seasons. 
And then Kyle Turris, since they started this December 1st deadline, yep. which came in in, in 0506, Kyle Turris is the one who was the closest, and he knew when he came back that he was going to get traded. So this is has a chance to be different. And I will say this. I think Dubis is a guy who doesn't think conventionally and will believe that he can bring this guy back in and long-term all will be forgotten. Uh, I, I do believe that Dubis thinks that way. The agent and Nylander are negotiating as hard as they can. Dubis and the Leafs are negotiating as hard as they can. It's, yes. the art, it's the art of the deal, not to paraphrase a guy down south. It comes with the territory, right? That's just kind of how this thing works. And the Leafs do have to, they've got other considerations, future yet immediate considerations in Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. Yes, they do. And those numbers are pro- are, are, are probably higher than they had predicted even as recently as the day they signed John Tavares. And you know what, Bob? I think we're seeing something else here. Um, you know, you guys saw the breakup of a dynasty. Uh-huh. When, you know, players said, you know what, it's time for me to get what I'm worth. And I don't have a problem with that. I think everybody, athletes go through it a bit harder because there's more money and it's public. But most people out there are always going to say, I want to earn what I'm worth. Or what I think I want to earn close enough to what I'm worth before I decide if I'm taking less. In the cap world, the NHL way has always been the superstars sacrifice for the teams. Yeah. It has happened in Vancouver, and it's happened in several places. This is a sign that that is changing. And there's an agent I talked to who works in one of the big conglomerates, and he says that the NHL way has always been different than, say, the NBA way or the Major League Baseball way or the NFL way. A lot of those players are like, nope, if I'm the star, I will be paid like the star, and other people, they have to get their own market value such as it is. That is changing in the NHL. And what we're seeing in Toronto is a reflection of that, that even though it's a 50-50 split, the star players are starting to say, my share of the pie is going to be larger. And again, I don't have a problem with that, but I think it's a reminder of how divisive a salary cap can be. And I think this is something that teams are going to have to understand how they're going to handle it. And I think internally, the players are going to have to understand going into the next CBA negotiation how they're going to handle it. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm just revisiting back to the Oilers dynasty. I mean, it, certainly Paul Coffey was looking to get paid. Uh, Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier were sold, but Mark Messier wanted to get paid too. Uh, and, yep. But, you know, Peter Pocklington's financial challenges played a significant contribution at that time. Um, it's funny you mentioned the superstars, you know, historically have given up a bit. We might look back at Connor McDavid's twelve and a half million bucks per two or three years from now. Yeah, uh, in his prime, is not that bad of a deal. I mean, I I, I can tell no, you. No, I get 
Connor, if Connor McDavid was making fifteen million, which was the max he could have made at that time, there you go. It's still a, it's still a great deal. Like he's worth every penny. Yeah, we have. And uh, remember, and remember, Bob. Like at the time, he was going to sign for thirteen two five, and people gave him so much grief. He took a little bit less. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think of when the Oilers, I mean, as a guy who's lived here my whole life, watching that team get dismantled in the 80s hurt like hell, and then watching Kevin Lowe have to, uh, you know, move out Doug Waite and Bill Guerin because the Oilers weren't going to be able to go to $9 million per year, which is what happened with both players after they left Edmonton. And to, to see him and that get that was pre cap, right? Pre pre cap, and to get and then to yeah. you know and then see Batman fight for teams like Edmonton and Calgary, and then what happened after the lockout is hockey mattered where it mattered, and, that, and the Canadian economy got a little bit better, and it's in a significant downturn now. Uh, but you know, the, like the Oilers since the 050, you know, starting in 0506, to my knowledge, there's only been one year where they haven't been a revenue contributor. And that cha- that shows you how much things have changed in terms of each of the teams. Just with Toronto, okay. So yeah. Tavares signed for eleven million, right? Eleven million uh, a year. Tavares, yes. Okay. So they've got Matthews. They've got Marner. What's gonna you know? Marner's a hell of a player. He's a terrific. Yes, he is. You know. Uh, so what? What's what's uh, what are Matthews and Marner? What do you think they're going to end up getting here, Elliot? Like, what do they need to set aside for these two guys? What does Dubas have to think about moving forward here? Well, I, I bet you Toronto probably wants to get them in at around. I mean, what Toronto wants to get them in and what it might be. I'm, I'm sure if Toronto gets Matthews and Marner done at anything under twenty million, yeah. they're going to be ecstatic. Yeah, like. Twenty million or under, they're going to be ecstatic. But I think you realize now you might have to do more. And the other thing too that he gets kind of forgotten. But who's leading Toronto in human strength ice time right now? It's Jake Gardner, who's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. Yes. And you know, I, I, you know, he's, you know, he's an important player for them too. And and let that in, you know, as you know, somebody has to play defense. Yes. Um, you know, Dermot is really improving, but I don't know. I just, uh, it's, there's a lot of difficult pieces to fill there. And that's probably why if I was in Toronto's shoes, I would strongly consider, okay, we'll give Nylander $7 million because we have a chance to win this year before all of the contracts go haywire. Right. And I, I'm sure they've considered it. I would consider it. That's the question I'd be asking myself. Hey, that's can the I, yeah. Sure. Can I do that and then and then basically punt the big decisions until the summer? Well, and that's been the criticism of what, what occurred here, Elliot, is that the Oilers moved out Everly a year earlier than they needed to, and some have thought, well, they needed the Oilers needed to make sure that. Um, they had enough cap space for a potential offer sheet on Leon Dreisaitl, but as we all know, I mean, I, I do think that was a legitimate threat on Dreisaitl. I, I believe, I, and I know nobody makes offer sheets, but there's some people out there that think Austin Matthews might get an offer sheet this summer, and the Leafs have to be I careful. do, I do believe that that is coming. I've, I've actually said for about two or three years now, and people are like, yeah, right, Elliot, whatever. It's funny, you know, on our show, on our new show today, uh, uh, Hockey Central at noon. Berkey 
said he thinks there'll be an offer sheet this summer. And I do agree. I mean, there's going to be a lot of guys and a lot of really good players, and the economics of the sport are shifting towards the younger players. Um, you know, I, I look at it like I, I believe it's going to happen, Bob. Now, so far I've been wrong. I mean, the last one we've seen is, is uh, Ryan O'Reilly up the road in Calgary. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I, I think it's coming. All right, very quickly, Elliot, let's bang through some other things. Uh, w- w- best bet, potential trade options. If if the Leafs end up having to go that route with Kyle Dubas, what teams... I, I think it's really tough because of the cap situation yes. for this year. The cap number will be higher. This is... I, don't, I, I think L.A. would love to do it. I don't think they're in it. I'll say... Some combination of Philly, St. Louis, Anaheim, but please, God, don't hold me to that. All right. And so Carolina's out, you think? Oh, you know what? I should put Carolina in there, too. St. Louis. You brought up St. Louis. Um, Are they looking for a goaltender? Are they tired of a Jake Allen experience? Well, it's been reported this week that they've been looking at Jimmy Howard. Um, Yeah, I I do think that they would look, um, see what's out there. Um, but, you know, they, they don't have a first-rounder this year, which makes the whole thing a lot more difficult. Maybe it's a bigger deal. Will they move Pareko? He's off to a very slow start again offensively. I think St. Louis is willing to consider a lot of things. Okay. not saying they'll do anything like that, but they are willing to consider a lot of things. Okay. Uh, Coaching-wise, yeah. so Willie Desjardins, an interim coach in L.A., Basically, yeah. you can make an argument, Ken Hitchcock, I think he's a little more than an interim coach at Edmonton. We, you know, like, we're going to see how this goes to the rest of the year. What about Philadelphia and what's happened there with Ron Hextall being uh, moved out as general manager? Um, I think that it's probably Chuck Fletcher's job to lose. Okay. I mean, they're going to they're gonna interview Bill Zito from Columbus. They're going to interview Dave Nonis from Anaheim. But uh, I'm wondering, I'm curious to see if at the end of the weekend, early next week, they decide, are they going with one of the first three guys they talk to, or are they expanding the search? Um, because the one thing, they're talking about experience, but I, I think you go get the right person. And if, you, if your right person is not experienced, it doesn't mean you can't bring in people around you to help you out. And... Uh, I, I, I got to tell you, I do wonder if they're going to open up that search at all. Uh, Chuck Fletcher made the playoffs six straight years with the Minnesota Wild. Did not have Ryan yeah. Suter last year. That was a big loss for their hockey team. Um, some would say he blew the expansion draft by you know giving up Tuck and Halla. So they'd lay off a D yeah. and then he ended up moving Scandella out anyways. I think he's a terrific guy. And as you know, Ownership, and I've met the owner in Minnesota, and he's a gregarious fellow. Ownership played a factor in both those contracts, getting Zach Parise and, and uh, uh, Ryan Suter. And so, you know, I, I think this. I think every every GM has their good and their bad moves. Yeah. Um, you know, I the thing with Minnesota, I always felt under him was that, you know, the, a lot of the criticism was they were in the dreaded middle, and I think that's where they were. That's a yep. fair critique. But I also think it's a team that would not allow itself to bottom up. And that always makes your job 
more of a challenge. Well, he's he's been a terrific guy over the years to deal with. I'll tell you that yeah, point blank. Yeah, he's 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 nice he's, he's a really he's a really yeah. good guy. Um, any other sort of uh, tidbits you got in terms of any other names you're hearing? I mean, so much focus obviously in Toronto and Nylander. Um, oh God, Kovalchuk. I mean, how about that deal? Three years, six. Well, I, I, the whole thing is is that I saw Rob Blake's quotes yesterday, and he's trying to be careful. I just can't imagine they like this a lot. Now, I'm trying not to overreact to it because, it, you know, things change in a short period of time. But, you know, one of the things you, you kind of wondered if, you, you, if you're the coach and you're doing that, especially since you have an interim label, you have to know that your general manager is on side. And as long as your GM's on side, then no problem. You can do whatever you want. If your GM is not on side, then you could really have a problem. I think, I mean, L.A. and St. Louis are probably two of the hot teams to uh, look at because I, I think L.A. is willing to consider more, and I know definitely St. Louis is. So there's, I mean, there are rumblings. But obviously we're all waiting for the big domino falls the night or tomorrow. And we know if this moves anywhere. Elliot, I know you'll be all over it. Uh, thanks for your time. Hang in there, man. Almost over. Thank God. That's Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Get a little 54-40 for me, just as uh, I tell you. There we go. Now this is a quality 54-40 song. guys at Dinwiddie, University of Alberta campus with Craig McKay, who uh, is now an injury lawyer here in Edmonton. Craig, uh, that'll be $20. And uh, my old buddy, Darren Hamilton, back in, I don't know, 19, I think it was 1990. Guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. And hey, orders fans, you can book now. With New West Travel, we got road trips coming up. Nashville and Vegas, two of the most exciting arenas in the league. Orders now packages include airfare, accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas. All your transportation will have welcome reception with myself and special guests and parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Limited space uh, to get on these road trips. Uh, to see the orders in Nashville and Vegas for the orders now, roadies, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. We've married the brakes because we wanted more Elliot. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back, uh, what are we going to do at 105, man? Are we going to take some calls? Are we going to get after it, take some texts? And we have some new Ken Hitchcock audio, which I'm going to slice up in this break. We can get to that, You too. are good that you could do that because you know one thing I never learned how to do? Splice audio. And back in the day, you had to use a little razor blade, a uh, razor blade, and actually cut and then get the uh, get the audio glued back together. Seriously, that's how they used to. Can you believe that's how they used to do it? With what I know of it now and how easy it is now, no, I can't believe that. I'm telling you, that's how they did it back in the day. All right, off to global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.